Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, you guys. That's Chunk. Uh, Wells. What? Whoa. Just because I brought in that Rocky Road Crowler a couple does not make me Chunk. That was good. That was a good beer. That was a good beer. That was a really good beer. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure was. Have we done anything fun lately? No. No. Yeah, probably not me either. Josh is (laughs) learning how to talk. So, you know, Josh and I, you know, both work out of our house, and uh, it's a a great benefit, but you kind of get out of the habit of getting out. And then Start letting yourself go. Well, there's always that. And then, you know, uh, as aforementioned, you know, my buddy was in town, and, you know, we had an active weekend. The weekend before that, I think, uh, was active, and the weekend before that was uh, QC Brewfest. And I just absolutely collapsed this weekend. Like, I got to Friday, and I'm just, like, done, and I'm, like, I'm taking a nap. I got two naps in over the weekend. It was fantastic. Naps are the best. Right? I just, you know, sometimes it's just always busy, and then, like, you finally have that down weekend, and, you know, the missus is like, what do you want to do today? And I'm like, nap. I'll take a nap. I'll take a nap. Okay, I've got a real question to ask. Yeah, yeah. Either of you watched the rebooted XFL games yet? No. Not yet. They're fucking horrible. What? It's just bad football. It always is. You, you've got people that didn't make it in the NFL. What makes you think it's going to be good football? Yeah. I, well, I know, but what's funny is the world is like, oh, no, this is real. It's good. I'm like, no, it's not. You pretend like it's good because it's football. But yeah. it's not good football. I mean, there's a lot of people. Most of what I've seen has been like the bless their heart mentality. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, well, you know, the kickoffs are kind of interesting now. I could see the NFL adopting some of these rules. Yeah. I, and that's I, I pretty get, much it. I, I, I have yet that. to hear cool. anybody like, you know, waxing poetic about how fantastic the offense is or the defense or anything else. All I know is there was a fight in one of the games and some of the, the kickoff rules are interesting. Well, and they go into the locker room too, like at halftime. They only have a <laughs> 10 minute halftime and they used to do that shit back in the old one. I don't know if you remember it or not, but they send reporters into the locker room and I'm like, What's the what's the point of this? So Why? so this goes back to my you know some of the conversation we had last show about you know like how do you find a way to stand out with all of the football that's out there? How do you stand out? And maybe you think standing out is we're going to go into the locker room at halftime because wow. you know what? There's nothing I want more than to see a bunch of sweaty dudes trying to take a break. Like they're literally trying to take a break and collect themselves. Yeah, they're shoving bananas down their mouth. Like I sit there and watch one dude eat like four of them in a row. Are you sure that was the XFL? So let <laughs> so let me get this right. I can. Watch. I've seen your browser history, Josh. I'm not sure that you were watching what you think you were watching. So Josh likes watching grown men in a locker room shoving bananas in their mouth. Mm-hmm. No, okay. one I bite. Not. I do not. One bite. <laughs> I do not enjoy it at all. Like I. It turned on. I turned it on for like a quarter and a half, and I was like, "I can't do this. This is dumb." Like, <laughs> Josh starts smelling banana bread, gets horny. <laughs> Look, I know, okay, to, I like banana bread. To me, it kind of it kind of that same thing as like like I used to I used to enjoy the UFC when I could keep up with the fighters, and then it kind of got yeah. to this weird place where I was ha- like, there were new, and, and I get it because they all get injured and it's it's yeah, you got to have new people. You got to have new people, but they were, but like you know, you would have a pay per view, and I'm like, I literally know nobody other than like this one like mid card fighter. So like you know, so I even tried watching like the uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter mm-hmm. and like that. Like so, then that interested me to a, a whole new category of fighters, and I like some of my I enjoyed. I like watching, 
but most of them are gone now. And it's like, I, what, what, you know, I don't, I don't want to watch, I don't want to watch football when I'm not invested in any of the players. Yes. This is why the unbranded football games struggled so bad because nobody wants to see, you know, John Smith throwing to, you know, Joe Lackey. They want to see, you know, the players that they watch on TV. They want to Joe Montana throw to Jerry Rice. Yeah, they they want to see those players that they've invested in over time. And I don't know that that the XFL is going to be. Are there any like moderately big names from the NFL in the XFL? Nope. Cool. 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 We're backups at best. So yeah. And you know, good good on them for you know extending their career and getting a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. I was just curious. I wouldn't recommend watching it. Maybe I'll give it, you know, a couple games in if it's still around. Well, you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's Vince. He's going to keep throwing money at it. It's it's kind of like, um, you know, new shows on Fox. Let's see if they make it past a season before I get invested because odds are they're going to gank it. Yeah. Welcome to the XFL cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. We have, we have I'm bored. <laughs> oh, Wells. What? You totally need to watch our our cartoon president if you have not. I have. Okay. That show's fucking funny. It's great. I figured you did, but I wasn't sure. Okay. Beer news now. Yeah. Uh, we've had... <clears throat> it was Foothills that did this. They did an IPA of the month, and we loved it, and yada, yada, yada. But one of the years, they did dogs on their label. Right, right. Uh, Foothills has done, I think... Maybe four rounds of the kind of like IPA of the month series. The first one was like pinup girls. The second one I think was dogs. And the third one had to do with like local nonprofits. They were trying to support. Maybe it was only three. I don't remember another one other than that. So maybe three. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but anyways, there was a woman that her dog unfortunately ran away from her. And three years later, the dog was on a beer label. Wait. Okay, but like, hear me out. How does she know that was her dog? How does she know that was her dog? I don't know. That's a good question, but I mean, motor works. Brewing. So like, I'm thinking about like your dog, Josh. Yes. Not to say that they like, you would be able to tell them by their personality uh-huh. in a face-to-face situation. But if someone took a picture of a dog that looked just like your dog, you may not be able to tell the difference, right? A thousand percent. Yes. I mean, Dexter looks like a I mean, pit bull. Unless there is like some very distinctive identifying characteristic. Which Dexter does have different colored nails. And I think if I saw his nails, that might be. Sure. But yeah. just a picture of his face, probably yeah. not. I'm surprised your dog lets you do his nails. He doesn't. <laughs> He's an asshole. <laughs> so anyways, this company called Motorworks Brewing, they were based out of Florida. They were doing a promotion last month that had pictures of dogs from the local dog shelter. And this lady's dog happened to have somehow from Iowa got to Florida and was in a shelter. Um, so, 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 so. I know you have questions, Jeff. I just, have you seen Homeward Bound? Yes, it is not like Milo and Otis. It like, was an incredible who, journey. Yes, exactly. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I, my issue isn't that the dog made it from Iowa to Florida. It's that this individual happened to see a beer label 
from a brewery in Florida. I mean, like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. All right. So, so what, what else you got on this? But let me get this right. They're they're putting adoptable dogs on cans. Yes. <laughs> so does it have a, a Best Buy date? I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. Oh, oh god. god. <laughs> oh, I was not going to go there at all, but I'm so glad you did. <laughs> Woo! Uh, just crappycast.com. Yeah. Best best before. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I don't even know what's going to kick first, the keg or that. Okay, all right, I'm done. I'm done. But it's just so think about it. They're putting adoptable dogs on cans, which is great. And let's say the beer label process takes, I don't know, a couple weeks, a month. Like, what are the odds that that dog has been adopted right. by the time that the, point. that the can comes out? I mean, of, of all the things that are timely, beer labels. Kind of your point. Beer labels are not timely. No, they're not. It takes a couple of weeks. At know? least. And, and it, it just seems that I'm I'm surprised that this person was able to get reunited with her dog. Because well, well, to look at this another way, though, sure. I, I, I don't think that they're necessarily saying adopt this dog. It's to, you know, just kind of let people oh, okay. be Okay, so it's not like, you know, the dog on this particular can is available necessarily. Well, especially Each like can featured a picture of a local shelter dog, some information about them and plans for expanding the shelter. That's fine, but like I, I, I think it's kind of not false advertising, but That's I mean, odds are that dog's going to be adopted by the time that can comes out. Hopefully. Right? That's yes, the idea. Of course. Well, but I mean, but I'm saying by the time before the can comes out. So did she get her dog? She did. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm glad. Good. For in a, so so in a, in, a, in a scenario that we're being very cynical about, because it takes time to identify a dog and then put it on the label and get the label approved and then get the cans out. You can get it on Instagram pretty quickly, but um, good for her that the stars aligned and she found her dog. That's awesome. Yeah, after three years. That's weird. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd be pretty heartbroken if I lost my dog and see it on a beer can <laughs> and be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, how the fuck are you in Florida, dude? So yep. apparently Three Floyds is making a beer with my dog on it. <laughs> All right. So, Jeff, you, you sent me this list over, I believe. Yeah, we haven't really done a, a, a listicle in a while, have we? No, we haven't. Uh, uh, and I, and those, I was kinda, Those were simpler times. Right? You know... Um, so, so this was the beers to try, 25 beers to try before you die. I thought it might be fun to go through and uh, do the, uh, have we had this on the show or not? Yep. Okay. Sounds good. So what's the first one? Uh, three font, Udgiz, which I believe we have had. Udgiz. Giz. We, we've had that one. But that's the Armand and whatever. Well, but anyway, yeah, I've had Hedy it. Topper. Yeah, we had that on the show one time, I, I think. I say I think. I mean, we, it's not Yeah, like, I'm curious. Did we ever actually do it on the show? Hedy Topper? I mean, I, f- I feel like we, I mean, obviously we obsessed over it and made a clone beer of it, but did we ever actually do the beer? I, mean, the I show? feel like we have to have, no, you know what? I think, I think that was like show two. Um, gotcha. Heady Topper. Like the July s- of 2014. Holy and then shit. also June of 2013, episode three. Okay. So yeah. Way back machine. Yeah. Ah, okay. So here's here's our first. So so I did this for a couple of reasons. For one, because you know to show like you know like 
I think we've had a lot of really cool beer on the show, but also to shame us because I'm not above shaming ourselves. We're into the third beer on this list of 25 and we already have a big, this is a shame moment for us. Yes. Yes, it is. What Al- is the shame Allagash White. Which we have said countless times we're going to bring on the show and then nobody does. Why don't you put that on your list for the next time you go to the common market? All right. Boom. Done. Right. Well, well, here's the sad it, fucking part. I looked at it. Now. Like, well, I, I was looking for the canned version of it and I should have just picked up the bottles. Yeah, you should have. But all right. I'll, I'll buy one for the next next show. Good. What? No? Yeah, I don't know about this one. This is, um, this is a European Pilsner. <laughs> yeah. No. Which I can't imagine would be, you know, handled well all the way over here. It's a German Pilsner. It's a German Pils. Um, I get it. Uh, to, to me, it feels like, you know, so anytime you've got a list of like the 20 or 30 or 50 or 100 beers that you need to try, there's always that like... Those one or two that they put in there that are huge stretches that are specific only to them. Right. That like, I'm sure this is a fine German pills. It's probably not the best German pills. You could probably find other good German pills, but we were there that one time. Weiss Definer, Hefeweizen. Um, I've had this. Mm-hmm. We've not had it on the show. Yeah. I don't think we've had a reason to have. No, I mean, it's not terrible, but honestly, comparatively speaking, we have a good Hef in town, so. Agreed and co-signed. Um, Birifico oh. Tipo Pills. Again, it feels like somebody went on a uh, German walk or a European walkabout. Yeah, this is from Italy. Another Pilsner. An Italian Pils. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, this, the other one I have heard of, this one I have not heard of. So, mm. yeah. Noble Hops. Interesting. Uh, something from Bottle Logic. Who knew? Fundamental observation from Bottle Logic and Imperial Stout. Uh, we haven't really had we haven't had zero Bottle Logic on the show. Yeah. You're hey, right. if you're listening and you have uh, access to Bottle Logic and you would like to rectify our never having Bottle Logic on the show, perhaps Christopher. Whatever. He's too busy <laughs> shaking his fist at the wind. <laughs> I, it, yeah. Uh, hit us up. Uh, contact at craftbeercast.com and uh, we can work out a trade uh, or uh, at CBcast on the Twitters. Uh, Brasserie de la mm-hmm. For some, uh as a Brussels, as a Belgian pale ale. Okay, so yeah. just uh, as a formal note, we have done a couple of BPAs over the year, and I think we all agreed we don't like them. I'm sure that Belgian pale. I am not a fan. A Belgian pale ale means something to somebody. It's just not. Uh, that's not our bag, baby. Yup. Orval, yes. We had, or- I think, I think we've had Orval. Have we? I, feel I mean, like I know we- I've had it. I just don't know if we've had it on the show. I know I've had it. God knows I know I've had it. Yeah, Orval is good stuff. Yes, um, yes, it is. Hold on, let me see if you need to add that to your beer list. Okay. Well, uh, we had an Orval. It is a BPA, by the way. Orval episode one fifty four, November of twenty sixteen. Okay. It is a BPA that we like. Though. Yeah, but it, but it's Orval. Trap is with Brett. Like it's that's a different. That's a different baby. Ah, Saison DuPont. Saison DuPont. Have we, I don't know that we've had Saison DuPont on the show. Hey, green glass or bust, buddy. Like, I they, feel like they've we started have... doing brown glass in some of these. And Really? Yeah. I, the that, fuck? That absolutely ruins the point. Like, I want well, yes, white yes. stuck hops so... in this Saison. Like, that's 
that's the hallmark of this beer is like those light struck hops. It is so good. We haven't had Saison DuPont on the show. Oh, okay. All right, put that one on the list. Doesn't have to be your list, but no, we can. One well, of us. I say, yeah. One of us probably needs to pick that up. Yeah, Saison. All right. Uh, can you, uh, Wells, can you write these down? I'll just go back and listen at some point. Right. Yeah, you will. Brasserie Theory is extra. Again, this is. This looks like they just asked a whole bunch of brewers, like, what's that one obscure thing that we can make a list out of? A French Saison, because that's what I'm always after. Well, we were just talking about Saison Devant, so. Oh, right. My bad. Ooh. (laughs) Brasserie Special Rausch Beer. Mm. We've done some Rausch beers. Not that one in particular. Uh, Rodenbach. Ooh, have we had Rodenbach on? That's a good question. That is a good beer. I know we've. I know I've had it, and I'm sure all three of us have had it. But yep, yep. not not. We have not had it on the show. It's good times. Uh, Browery Duchess de Bajorne. Oh, thank you. Flanders Red. We've not had that on the show. I don't believe, but that's a good. That is. Mm, that is one of the best Flanders, in my opinion. Yeah. Daisy Cutter. Um, Should have Daisy Cutter from uh, was that Half Acre? Yes. Man, I'm not finding it. Hmm. I got to sworn we had that one too. Yeah. Have we? <laughs> have we had Bourbon County on the show? <clears throat> uh, you know they're yeah. like cheap on special at like Harris Teeters all over the place now. Oh yeah, like the same beer that everybody went absolutely apeshit trying to find just a couple months ago. It's now discounted like six bucks. Yeah, we had uh, we had regular Bourbon County thanks to Josh. February of 2014, episode 22. Pre-buyout, baby. And then uh, Mark brought a bottle of prop, episode 64, nice. November, uh, February of 2015. So that was Goose Island. I mean, let's let's face it. It's a good beer. Mm-hmm. It really is. It totally is. It's just, I don't like where that money goes. So yep. It's just an absolute to... shelf turd now. Yeah. Like, it is the shelf turd of shelf turds. Which, again, to me, want, makes me wonder, like, how much longer is everybody going to be playing in the adjuncted stout space? When Bourbon County starts sitting around, I wonder if that's a signal of we've hit critical mass. I don't know. We'll see. But that's a grocery store slot that could be occupied by another Imperial stout, but Budweiser can afford to pay for it to just sit there. Yeah, they don't care. No. And then suddenly they'll sell them as a combined three-pack vertical for a $10 premium over the three aged bottles literally sitting right next to it. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Hill Farmstead Citra. I don't know that we've ever had Citra, but we've had some I, Hill Farmstead. I know we haven't. That's I mean, not something I'm going to pick from Hill Farmstead. Yeah. Really. yeah like, that's good. that's kind Anna of what my or, thought was. I, again, like the 25 beers to have before you die, you're going to Hill Farmstead. You're not getting the Citra. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you. I'm sure it's fantastic. Right. I have no doubt it is excellent, but that's not what I'm buying when I'm there. Uh, Jester King, Le Petit Prince. I'll take that. Sure, it's a three percent table beer. Mm-hmm. Eighty-two dollars a bottle. No, it's like twelve. Oh well, in that case, but it's like a seven fifty. Cane brewing. I feel like we had some cane beer for a while, and then like I think it was Mark was always getting like the cane and the carton, and yeah, yeah, feels right. But uh, this is um, Mexican brunch. Imperial milk porter, blah, 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 adjuncts, 
perennial Abraxas. Uh, we had an Abraxas not too many episodes ago. The coffee Abraxas. That was good times. Sante Adaris Rustic Ales. Saison Bernice. Clearly, um, this is a, a list that loves Saison. Yes. And Pilsner. Um, Schoenfrode. I'm oh, sorry. No. Schneel. S-C-H-N-E-E-E-U-L-E. Marlene. Bless you. Never heard of it. Berliner Weiss. Oh, I bet that's good. Yeah. Okay. Side project. Good luck getting that. Yeah, no shit. Good luck getting that, you know, direct. I mean, that's a 4% Saison, but, you know, typically side, the only time I ever hear about side project is, or any time I ever get my hands on side project is either a huge bottle share or they've collaborated with somebody. Yeah. 25 beers to try before you die. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. 100%. Well, well yeah. Yes. It's the original American Pale Ale. No, like, no. I, I don't disagree, but like... Of course, well, I'm also mad they're picking these like stupid, obscure things that you will never see. Okay, that is a valid like, point. It's like, you know, the 25 cars you need to drive before you die. B- try, drive before you die. And it's like, you know, the Vector VTX and, you know, the Ferrari F40 and the Honda Civic. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> well, I mean, you're not wrong, but... <laughs> and I'm, in the, in the, the Honda Civic. And the sad part is Sierra Nevada Pale Ale is an excellent beer. Yes. There is no slouch. It deserves to be on anybody's list of beers you need to have had. But it's like... If you haven't had it at choose, this point, Yeah, choose your you know, lane. Why are you not... Why are you reading the list? And if, if you're checking off things on your list and you haven't had Snap, like... I, I feel like this is one of those lists where it's like, you know, they're... They can't decide if they want to be elitist and show you all the beers that they've had that you haven't had and this is why you should drink them. Or if they're trying to then cater to the folks that are like, I need to, you know, to your point, check something off. I don't know. Like this one, Yeast of Eden Family Miner. I have no idea who Yeast of Eden is. Family Miner, Sweet Home, Alabama. Carmel by the Sea. That is literally the brewery location's name. The city is Carmel by the Sea. And it is a grisette. Sure. This is my favorite grisette because it's both complex yet crushable with a hint of acidity. Okay, sure. What else you got? Anything else on this? Are we done? No, I'm, I'm already mad at myself for, for I got through like the first couple of these. I'm like, oh, this, this might have some legs. We can talk about this. I mean, it did a little bit. <sighs> I mean, there's clearly some shit on there that we've all had, but we've not had on the show and yeah. is easily obtainable. Or at least fairly like easily. I, I feel like that's the more valuable <clears throat> article here. Here's beer. And I feel like we've done that with like the fridge show in the past. Uh-huh. But like the beer that you can get your hands on that you need to have tried. And especially now in the world of there's so many beers on the shelf. Yes. I mean, like I, you know, I get overwhelmed when yeah. I go in and I look at some of the stuff. And I'm just like, I don't even know. I'm just going to go with my old standby. Well, and I was going to say that part of the reason why we have not done another fridge show is that, <clears throat> number one, I feel like between the three of us, there probably isn't a very common beer that's in our fridge anymore because, well, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Wells, the like, only the only thing that's common in my like consistently common in my fridge anymore is Hop Drop, and it's mainly because it is a local IPA that is canned. 
I'm looking at you, Birdsong, <coughs> higher ground. They'll never can it. I know they won't ever can it, but I'm going to continue to say it. But short of that, yeah. you know, it's it's Hop Drop. I prefer Hop Drop a little over 3C IPA, but, I, you know, Hop yeah, Drop. I, say, I mean, to this day, Baby Maker stays in there all the time. Like, that's about the only thing I will buy on a consistent basis yeah. that isn't, you know, something rotating around. Right. What else? Is there like one? I mean, I you? I go through uh, Shadow Clock Pilsner from Burial a fair amount. Okay. I think right now what's filling that slot is uh, some Rewind Lager from Birdsong. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, I've got just a couple <clears throat> fancy beers I'm trying to... Well, and I, and I was going to say, that's the main reason why we don't do a fridge show anymore is because I think we've done all the beers that we are ever going to have as fridge show beers. But, I know, like, but again, to your point, like the beer... The beers change so much. There's very few like that any of us keep in yeah. a regular rotation. I mean, even Wells is saying like, oh, well, it's normally this, but now it's this, but then it might be that. You know, I mean, it's yeah. tough. I mean, I've got a couple genres of, of, of beer that I like to have on tap mm-hmm. or not on tap, but like, you know, in cans in my fridge and bottles. Um, but honestly, like I go out, I go to places, I go to breweries. and Yeah, you I, do that I, quite a bit. I, I drink there, but I don't drink at home. Like yeah. I'm at home, I'm like a water guy. Like rarely am I open up. I drink at home when nobody's around. Just me and Jack Daniels. At least you're not drinking alone, gentlemen. Do hmm. we want to play a game? I'd like to introduce you to something. Oh, oh goodness, damn you! This is called the Man of Mayhem Badge. Wait, the, the what? The Man. Of mayhem badge. It's okay. a beer badge. Okay, time out. Like what do you untapped? mean? A, like an untapped, like a beer badge, like a digital doesn't count for anything. Internet point. No, it's a real physical thing. Okay, so like like one of those um, sheriff badges I wore when I was four years old. Yes. Yeah, kind of. Uh, okay, but, but it's it, a beer it, badge. It, could, it it could be a bottle opener or a money clip. If that gives you an idea of what we're dealing with here. Okay. So it's a physical thing. Okay. Uh, let me see if I can get... Okay. So it's go. a bottle opener and a money clip. That's a picture of the beer badge. Oh, God. That's, that's so stupid. Yeah, no. They want 20 bucks for it. It probably funded, but I hate uh, it. it. Explain to the listeners what it looked like. Uh, so, like... Imagine one of the uh, pieces of gold uh, of uh, Coronado's Aztec gold from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. But larger, you know, about the width of uh, of a dollar bill, or uh, the the height of a dollar bill, if you will. So it's kind of it's pewter, and it has like a lot of that kind of like engraved look kind of vibe to it. Um, probably really popular with the uh, like Ed Hardy, um, Harley Davidson kind of group. You mean Men of Mayhem? Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, if you're into Sons of Anarchy, like, this is right up your wheelhouse. I mean, it literally says Men of Mayhem. No, no, I get it. I get it. I'm dying here. Yeah, no, no, I get it. Um, But I hate it. Um, (laughs) It's just, this is not a thing for me. Okay. Now, I will say this is not U.S. This was a Canadian one. Oh, well, in that case, I still don't like it. I'm not saying that. I still don't like it. So, big, big question number one. How much do you think? One of these costs. You know, I said 20. I think they want 25 for it. Um, Too much? 20 bucks. 
you're not far off. Believe it or not, you could get in with a brass one for 15. Oh, nobody wants brass. Steel is 20. The only thing I want brass is my monkey. That funky monkey. Or at 30 Canadian dollars, you could get a gold. Yeah, but like, what is that American? Because I don't care about Canadian money. Space money. It's fake. It's fake space money. All right, next question. But how many Microsoft points is that? <laughs> <laughs> next 30 question. Canadian dollars. That's like 82.3 Microsoft points. Um, uh, next question. Did it fund? They were asking for $10,000. It did not fund. 5000 Please tell me this did not fund. Even lower than that. They were only asking for 3500 Did not fund. Did not fund. I think it did fund. 3500 is a fundable goal. <sighs> barely. It barely it funded at 3639 Jeez. But it funded over their goal. Congratulations, you idiots. Because I've always wanted a money clip. That said mayhem? That opens my beer. So every single time I want to open a beer, I've got to flash a stack of cash to anybody that's around me. Why aren't you opening beer with your sandal like you're supposed to? Yeah. Where's or, your sandals at, bro? You know, my, my hat with the bottle opener. Or if you got that special one that opens the cans. that We did the Kickstarter for that like a couple weeks ago. That was Oh, where hell. it like unseamed the cans for you? Yeah, done yeah. as hell. Yeah. Oh, my God. A can opener? Every Wait, single what? time you... You share one of these with us, I'd die a little bit more inside. Good. Josh is trying to fast track the end of the show like forever. <laughs> one day he's gonna be like, Hey, what do we want to talk about next show? And Wells would be like, Nothing. We're dead inside. <laughs> we're, we're done. Like, we no. literally have nothing left. We're done. You've killed it all. Completely you've taken everything from me. Yes. You've taken it all. I have nothing left. All right, are we ready for break? I mean, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> the other the other option is you pull another one of these damn things out and we like shank you during the break. <laughs> I guess we'll be seeing everybody except Josh next Thursday. <laughs> we'll be back. And everyone's back except Josh. Buy no buy wells. How does that work? Um, well, of all the beers that we're having on our show, like we're gonna let you know what we think about it. Simple system. Buy no buy. One or a zero. Pretty simple. Jeff. Uh first beer up is a beer from Heist, and I'm holding the can and looking at it closely because I've never I shouldn't say never. I'm being dramatic. It has been a very long time since I've seen a clear beer from Heist. But this is called Love in the Dream. It's a West Coast Pale Ale. Um, 6%. Pint can. It's making the like heart with the fingers thing that I don't... Sunset heart hands. Sunset heart hands! Except it's also its mouth. It's just like a whole thing. Like, love my yeah. mouth. Is that what it's trying to say? Uh-huh. It's like the, a kind of a goatsy vibe going the on. The hot pellet is definitely saying love my mouth or... Whatever. Love my mouth. <laughs> Love in the dream. 
Um, no, uh, you know, I'm a sucker for West Coast. This is clear-ish. Uh, I think well said off mic. A little bit of chill haze to it, which is fine by me. Um, got that West Coast feel to it that tastes great. Uh, this is a good beer. I like this. I'm going to buy. Well, but for a West Coast pale ale, like I want something that finishes not like this. I want it to be a like a snap, you know, Sierra Nevada. Uh, I want it to be a little faster, a little crisper, a little cleaner. And this is not That's what she said, th- but this is not like a West Coast pale. So uh, it's a fine beer, but I'm not for gonna... heist. It's a West Coast. pale. <laughs> Look, but I've had like West Coast IPAs from them and, and this ain't it. You know, I think this is a miss on that particular style. No buy. Josh. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm right there with you. <clears throat> well, there. I was excited to see this because, I mean, it's heist. And, they and it's make, a West Coast. It's a West Coast IPA or right? pale. And I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. It's not a terrible beer. It's just not definitely too style. So, no way. Next beer up. Uh, next beer up. So, um, <clears throat> Firestone has these... Uh, Rotating IPA series. Even though people that live out on the West Coast don't believe in rotating IPA series, Firestone Walker has one. It's called Luponic Distortion. Uh, Every batch is a little bit different. Um, This one is five weeks old. Yeah, so not too bad. Um, I'm looking because it seems like... uh, Version 13 was in the Harris Teeter for like nine months. And they're now finally clearancing it out. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. thank you for finally getting this off your shelves. Um, This one says it has hints of kiwi, lychee, and feijoa. F-E-I-J-O-A. I have enjoyed a lot of this series. I'm not a big fan of this one. Uh, something about the hops didn't really work for me. Um, so I'm going to buy on this one. Again, this is one typically when they're fresh, I'll pick up a six pack, you know, if, especially if I need an IPA in the house. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it usually delivers. This one just didn't quite do it for me. So no buy for me on this one. Wells? I'm with, I'm with you. I've had others in this series before, and this just did not have my number. It's fine, but even at five weeks old, it tastes much older. So... Uh, whatever. At least it's over. Josh, what are you on this? Yeah. I'm, I mean, about the six pack. Sure. Cause I usually, did. I mean, it's like, it's like $10 for a six pack yeah. of 12 ounce cans of a rotating IPA. That's moderately fresh. And like, it's Firestone. I mean, yeah. And it typically like that is a smart buy. Yeah. This one just didn't get yeah. for me either. And you know, and, and it, what's nice is that it's not typically like in of the month type series. It seems like it's, Almost like of the quarter, maybe. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, is there kind of a frequency to this? Because there, I haven't seen one of these, it feels like, in forever. Yeah, I don't remember seeing 14, but like 13, I got tired of looking at. But then, like, my buying habits have changed, so I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's been out. I don't know. Who knows? Next beer. Um, so Triple C put out a new Baltic porter called Dawn and Dusk. Collaboration with Cigar City. Yeah, um, I believe. Yeah, uh, didn't you say this is like the Baltic Porter age on uh, Ambrana mm-hmm. wood? Uh, do you know if they use barrels or spirals or? I'm any? not sure. That's fine. Um, this is real tasty. Real tasty. I keep waiting for it to turn into vampires on me, but it has not. It has not. So uh, 
Yeah, everybody be cool. Buying this beer. Wells? You? Be cool. Oh, look, I'm... Baltic Porter, you have my attention. Amberana Wood, I mean, I'm going to drive across town and, and get it. And You won't even do that for Tito and the Tarantulas. Are we still spitting from Dust Killed Honor references that I'm just not? Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to recite a Cheech Marin. Please don't. So. Please don't. We got all kinds. <laughs> anyway, uh, look, I'm a sucker for Baltic Porters. Oh, that's real good. And and we've got some really good one. I mean, really great one in Charlotte with a fat boy. Mm-hmm. But but this this one is like banana bread and chocolate to me. And I love it to pieces. Look, I, you know I have a thing about banana bread, okay? Oh, God. Just bananas in general. I I mean, Amberana, it's got to be like my new favorite wood treatment. If it's anything is aged in Amberana, I'm probably going to enjoy it. And yes, that too. Uh, I just love it. And and this one delivers. I mean, this it's no Bambarana like the Star oh, City. Right. And, but I mean, what is? <laughs> Nothing. Mean, that was a... And that was a top five beer for me last year. And, and this one, you know, isn't far behind. It's a tasty little uh, Baltic Porter. And damn, that Amberana wood just pops it. So if, this is some really next level stuff. I'd like to see some more interesting wood treatments from, uh, I mean, just from brewers in general. Like, show me what you got. Show I want to see you what got. you got. Josh, where are you? Can I have a little more, Jeffrey? Oh, yeah. My bad. Oh. Wells got you. Oh, you're fine. Oh, whatever. No, I'm late. Uh, this is what happens when somebody else tries to pour. I know. That's yeah, all right. It's a lot. This is damn good. Yeah. I mean, I just had to get a fresh pour of it. And- yeah. Woo! And, and again, and I Woo! feel like maybe we said this uh, a couple shows ago and we were talking about the the last triple, the McScotchy McScotch face. Man, I just love where Triple C's at right now. I just feel like, you know, you know, it, it's... I'm not going to say that that everything they put out is going to be gold, but I feel like everything they put out is very, very, very solid. And a lot of it is excellent, and then a, ju- a, a bunch of it is superb. Yeah. And I don't have any problem going in there and ordering anything and not even worrying about it. I love where they're at. It's great. That is true. You, you walk into a brewery, and it's like no matter what mood I'm in, no matter what beer I choose, I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And like, that's such a, a comforting thing because you go into some breweries and it's like, oh, you've got something new. I wonder if it's any good. And then I get a taste of it and it's like, hmm, that's not great. I'll get something else. I'll go back to the, you know, the workhorse, the, the you know, the normal stuff that I normally get here. But it's great to know that, like, you know, you walk in a triple C no matter what they've got. I mean, like, we were talking off mic uh, about uh, some of the new uh, events or new releases that Triple C's got coming up. And they've got an American barley wine. And we all kind of groan because, like, English. We're all team English barley wine here. But at the same time, like, at no point was any of us saying, well, I'm definitely not wanting any of that. I mean, that definitely is going to have to be on the show at some point. I mean, it's... I'll go. Yeah. I just wish it was a different sure. country but of you're, origin. But you're still going to have it, and you're most likely going to say, yeah, this is good. I mean, it has been a long, long time since Triple C has disappointed us, and now I have jinxed it. You have. Way to go. 
My apologies, Chris. I might have to stay home on Thursday. Okay. Final beer up. Uh, final beer up from Free Range. Uh, this is Burn Barrel. Uh, a Carolina smoked wild ale aged on peaches. And um, Wells was like, oh, yeah, this isn't terribly smoky. It's a little too smoky. Uh, I get the peach, but I feel like the smoke is a little too strong and it kind of blots out some of the peach. I would rather the peach be a little more forward with the smoke kind of in the background a little more. Um, I'm not a big fan of this. I'm a no buy. Wells, this is one of the more interesting beers that I've had lately. I mean, a smoked sour with peaches. Like, I'm at least going to try it, and I thought it was neat enough to bring on the show. Jeff, I'm with you. I would like to see a little bit of the peach in front of uh, the smoked malts used here, but I I still think this beer is a lot of fun, and I'm going to buy it. To be fair... To be fair. To be fair. And Wells isn't in. I I think it's difficult to pull off a good peach beer. Mm -hmm. You can use real peaches, and sometimes it's very subtle. You can use real peaches, and sometimes it gets overridden by... I mean, like, peach is such a delicate flavor anyway. Um, But damn that peach cobbler from Divine Barrel. Mm -mm -mm. Mm -mm -mm. Real good. It's possible. You can do it. Josh, what do you think about this one? This is no for me, dog. It's I, I I think Jeff's right. It is just too smoky. Like the peaches were there, and I thought, oh, okay, this isn't going to be so bad. And then in the back, just smacking me in the face was a smoke like, ball. like DJ Khaled coming in. Yeah, I'm like, please leave DJ Khaled. I don't smoke need you around. Ball, smoke it, ball. It just. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, I still have a sample glass full of it. Like, I just yeah, can't. I wanted to like it. Trust me, I did. Just not my, not my bag. That's fine. I will drink the rest of this bottle then. You it's shall. Here, let me pour this back in. <laughs> yeah, and it happens occasionally where you know Jeff and I are right. <laughs> it it is wrong. right. It, but I mean, like, when has that ever happened? <laughs> All the time, whether you want to admit to it or not. A smoked beer, and I was going to say that. That's the thing. Like, I do not like smoked beers. That, much that, as I love smoked that one meat. that we had mm. a couple shows back was good because the smoke was very slight. Yes. Grill Friend uh, used to be smoked amber from Triple C. Works because the smoke was slight. When you've got this much and it kind of overtakes everything, like, I am not a smoker. So, like, I don't, I don't care for that much smoke in my mouth. But you love barbecue? I do. I do. I'm just going to look at you quizzically. Like, I mean, I enjoy what else the taste new? of smoked things. Unless it's a beer, I guess. And that's fine. Well, and I'm the same way, though. But I even mean, then, like, an overly smoked piece of meat isn't great either. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Like, you can go, like, it, there's that point where it starts turning, like, kind of bitter. Yep. And, and like, like to me, that's just kind of where this is. Like, the, I like the smoke as... In a layer, a flavor enhancer, a flavor enhancer, a layer in there. Not this, the main show. This is a little too main show for me. Now, hardest would be all over this. Yeah, it yeah. would. It just, it's not not my world. So, yeah, I'm sure it's a fine beer. Yeah. This. Yep. Yeah. All right, Sam Fry, tap that. How does that work? Of all the beers that we've had on the show, what's the one that we want on tap at our home kegerator? 
Yeah, uh, I feel like this is going to be a, a no-brainer because, um, well, Josh only bought one, um, and Wells and I only bought two of the four. Uh, that, that uh, you know, Dusk and Dawn, you know, and I, and I know that's what Wells is going to pick too, so it's going to be a clean sweep. Spoiler alert. Yeah, it's going to be a clean sweep. That Dusk and Dawn, like, Amberana is just, it's so it's really interesting good. to me. Yes. And I, I, I want to put this on record. I swear to everything holy, we are not being paid by Triple C to say any of this. No, if anything, we, we are spending way too much money at Triple C. Yeah, I wouldn't like, say way too much money. I, I probably we don't have guns to our head. They're not paying us under the table. It's just... And I think we found it with Divine Barrel. We found it with Resident yep. Culture. Like, these breweries all of a sudden just... They're fucking knocking it out of the park. Yeah. Suddenly, you know, like... And in, in, in again, and I feel like... I think I said that said this a little bit ago. We're at this point where the cream is rising to the top. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of breweries that are opening here in Charlotte and they'll probably most of them be okay because there's just going to be a place for people to want to go. That's closer to them. And proximity is going to be more important than quality. And that's fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. That's, I mean, that's the way it is with so many out of city breweries. Like proximity is, Absolutely. Yep. And that's fine. But that's not going to overtake the quality that some of these places are putting out. Yep. I mean, we got out of the habit. I, I shouldn't say habit, but I mean, like, you know, there for a while, it feels like we had a crawler. From, I, I, that's going to sound like I'm picking on Wells. I'm not. Okay. So I'm not picking on you, Wells. But there for a while, most of what you brought in were crawlers from Heist. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it seemed like every show or every other show, we had a crawler from Heist. And then for a while, it was all Divine Barrel. And that was good, too. And, I, you know, now it's Triple C. And just, it it's interesting to see how, you know, the focus that we put on a brewery changes over time. And I think that's okay. But yeah. I didn't need to bring a, a crowler of a heist beer today because you brought a can. Right. Or, you know. Right. Exactly. So crowler is, you know, what I'd end up with if yeah. I'd get something that's like a one-off draft-only type situation. Right. Right. Because... Yeah, I mean, if this was crowler only, you know, maybe you would have brought the heist as a crowler. But to nope, your point, since they, <laughs> since they canned it, there's no point in doing that. Yep. Yeah. And if Triple C was canning this porter, I mean, you probably would have brought the can. But <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, did we make a point? I don't feel like no. we did. It doesn't matter. We talked in a circle. Hey, so anyway, um, come check us out on... Uh, Patreon.com slash craftbeercast, Facebook.com slash craftbeercast, craftbeercast.com, at CBcast on the Twitters if you want to get a hold of us. Are you playing the outro music? Yeah. Okay, good. Wells, where can they find you? At all the Wells. Josh, where are you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Tell a friend. Fastest finish ever. That's right. Slash R slash craftbeercast. We're out. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday. Enjoy the outro. <laughs> <laughs>